Career Disruptors is the podcast for senior managers who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, who challenge assumptions, and who push the boundaries and love shattering conventional wisdom. I'm Coach Caroline De Kimper, empowering professionals to build a personal brand that gives them the confidence they need to go after the career they want and deserve. This episode is the audio recording of a video or live stream because I know that many of you just love to listen to the juicy content. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey guys, it's Caroline, career and leadership coach. And today I want to share three reasons, three key insights um, why you're not getting interviews through recruiters. And the reason this came about is because one of my clients, um, Michelle, who uh, is a senior operations manager with over 15 years experience, and I wanted to share her story. Because when she came to me um, a couple of weeks ago, well, it's two months and a half ago, um, she actually was made redundant uh, from a job. So um, earlier in the year, due to COVID, of course. And so she was applying for jobs. And like you, probably in the beginning of her search, she was only applying for roles that uh, she knew she could do and actually would excite her, would fulfill her. And so knockback after knockback and rejection email after rejection email, she was like, okay, maybe I'm aiming too high. Maybe my skills aren't as in demand as I thought. Maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was. And so she started lowering her standards. So she started lowering her salary expectations and the roles that she was applying for and just like sending out again, resume after resume. And again, nothing happens. She got rejection after rejection. And she got frustrated. Frustrated because nothing was happening. Frustrated because like she knew if nothing was happening, she wouldn't land a job and she had all the bills coming in and, and she was just like starting to freak out. And besides all those things, she was also feeling that her confidence was slipping away. So I don't know if any of you guys experienced that, but being unemployed and definitely if it's your, your, your first start, first time and the time it takes these days for you to get back in the workforce, it starts to take a toll on your, your mental state. It's like, okay, maybe I'm not that good. Maybe uh, I thought I was better than, uh, than I actually am. And you start lowering your expectations and it's frustrating to see like if it's not happening again. So when, when her and I, we, when we met and uh, we decided to start working together, there were a couple of things that I shared with her and I think you will find them invaluable also because we came um, together with like there were three key reasons that she actually didn't have an idea about that actually were interfering with her getting those interviews.
So the first reason was because she didn't have a clear storyline. Now, um, in Michelle's case, and maybe also in your case, she didn't have a straight line of doing something. Uh, no, she had kids in the meantime. So she had like a gap in her career history and she changed industries. She changed job titles. Sometimes she worked part-time. So she had a mixed bag of things that she actually did and so basically she put that all on a piece of paper called your resume send it off to recruiters but even though that was a true representation of what she could do it wasn't clear to them what her story was what her unique value proposition was and so basically like if you are in the situation yourself if you look back to your resume and think like actually i just spat out everything that's in my head and just like gave verbal diarrhea on a piece of paper then you might need to rethink it and so the shift that i want you to to make first of all is you have to move away from the traditional overview that once was your resume to actually creating a document that sells you. So the shift is from traditional overview of your resume, uh, overview of your career history to a sales document. And in a sales document that clearly articulates what it is that you, the value you can bring to the table and what it is that why they should interview you, why they should, uh, and then afterwards, why they should hire you. But basically having, um, being able to articulate that and being able to connect the dots because what I see most people are doing is that they struggle connecting those dots. They have done so many things. And I didn't only see that with Michelle. I see that with dozens, hundreds of other people that I've worked with is that they have over 15 years experience and they struggle bringing out what makes them special because and what basically um, how they can have a theme uh, running through their story. Uh, they don't have a story. They just have like a bunch of words on paper that they call their resume. And so that's the first reason is that you don't have a clear story to put on your piece of paper uh, in order for people when they read it that they clearly understand where you fit in. And this is not about pigeonholing you because a lot of people say like, oh, I don't want to be pigeonholed uh, because I've done a lot and I like a lot. But this is about creating that clarity piece and being able to um, give clarity to the person that's reading your resume, whether that's a recruiter, whether that's human resources, whether that's a hiring manager, whether that's in an interview. So it's so important to really understand your story, your pitch and connect those dots. So that's the first reason. The second reason is that uh, you are no different. So you have to imagine today uh, when a recruiter or internal or external, when they put out an advert, they get between 300 and 1,000 applications for that job. So they get a high volume of, of resumes. Now, in all fairness, uh, a lot of those resumes don't have the quality um, of skills and experience that that company might be looking at. But still, they need to go through all of those resumes. 
And what I've seen personally time and time again is like that people struggle to differentiate themselves on their resume. So they end up with a resume that looks almost exactly the same as the other person. So here's the thing. There's not a lot unique in the world anymore, but you are unique. And people forget to articulate that uniqueness in their resume. So let me explain why you're unique. Unique. You have certain talents, you have certain strengths, you have certain skills, and you have certain achievements. That, all of that, you used at a certain moment in time for a certain company with certain stakeholders. You see how many different components there are that actually like are unique to you or different, and that combination makes you unique. But people struggle to communicate that, exactly that, on their resume, on their LinkedIn profile. They, they, on, they, they struggle to sell themselves. So, and as a consequence, they actually are coming up with a resume that looks pretty much like everybody else's. Like, I have great stakeholder management skills and I can communicate very clearly. It's like everybody that's applying for your level of job. So that could be manager, people manager, non-people manager. Like that could be heads of, director, senior manager, executive, whatever. If you're in that six-figure mark, you have to really understand that everybody who has a six-figure salary will have like certain skills and experience. And so you have to differentiate yourself. And again, it comes down to taking your resume from that traditional overview of your career into a sales document, what I said in the beginning. So yes, you have, first of all, you need to have your story ready, but secondly, you need to be able to uh, not only get that story on paper, but also be able to differentiate yourself, to tell them what makes you different. And so whenever you, you sound generic or like cliche, that is going to be just not enough, not cutting it. And the reason it's not cutting it is because the market has shifted, the market has changed. So we come from a market, definitely in Australia, where it is uh, it is competitive, but not ultra competitive. Uh, so it was quite easy from to for, for most people to go from job to job and 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 not think about it too much. Like even before COVID, my the the bulk of my business came from people that actually were looking for more challenge fulfillment. Now I've had to pivot my business into more helping people get unstuck in their job search and land their next job. So this is the change that I had to make about what what I see is, is happening in the market. So for you, that means that you also have to have a different approach through your job searching. The strategies that you used in your job search like 10 months ago or a year ago or like five years ago are not going to work today. And it will change again in the future because the way we work has changed. Everything has changed. Technology is changing constantly. How we are actually applying for roles, how we are working and how you are being considered for applicants. Uh, just to go on a, a on a little tangent here, uh, a lot of my people in my group in the Pivot Your Job Search uh, program that I have, 
Um, they, they're all senior managers. So um, a lot of them now have to do video cover letters. Now, this is a change. You never had to do a video cover letter, never say never, but you rarely had to do a video cover letter for a general manager's role or for a senior exec role or whatever. But now things have changed. Uh, we talked about uh, artificial intelligence interviews for a director's role, and all these things are new elements in the process, in the job search process. And these guys, these things are not going away. So you have a choice here. You have a choice to actually um, be paralyzed by fear and not doing anything and hoping things will go back to normal, or you can actually just get your ducks in a row and actually move forward. So um, bringing it back to the three reasons. So the first reason was uh, your story. The second reason is that you don't know what differentiates yourself and that you just look the same as everybody else. And then you have the third reason. And the third reason is a very simple reason that they just can't help you. So I want you to um, understand a recruiter is paid by the company. Now, in this pandemic at the moment, um, the companies are very specific on where they spend their money. So when they go to a recruiter, and these are actually with a pandemic or without a pandemic. So when they go to through to a recruiter, an agency recruiter, they are very clear like, okay, we're going to spend $15,000, $20,000, and even $25,000. It's a percentage of your salary, of your annual salary. We're going to spend that money if you can find us almost a perfect match for what we're looking for. Now, if you have like Michelle, a background that's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, gaps here, gaps there, and you're still absolutely an amazing candidate, but the recruiter that's paid by the company a lot of money to find a perfect straight line might not be in a position to help you. And maybe you can do the job, standing on your head with your eyes closed. So, but that's basically like what might have happened in the background. So you have to think about, okay, if a recruiter is not the best person to help me, who is? And you might need to think of how to diversify your job search. So diversifying your job search is a way that you look at your job where you don't rely solely solely, I say, uh, don't rely solely on recruitment agencies, HR, and the traditional ways of looking for a job. It is part of your job search, I know, and sometimes there is no other way than go through that. But, but guys, and this is so but, there are other ways, tapping into the hidden job market, knowing how to activate your network, and so on. You can't do any of that, though, without having first your story clear. Because if you start reaching out to your network and you haven't gotten your story straight, then they don't know going to know what makes you you, what makes you unique, what sets you apart, and so on. So you have to make sure you have all your ducks in a row before you even start activating your network, before you start communicating with them, and so on. So. To repeat the three steps that I went through with Michelle, 
um, was first of all, brushing up her story, creating her pitch, making sure that she knew exactly her strengths, her added value, her value proposition, and so on, before we even did anything else. So that's the first, the first thing we did. Second thing we did is basically making sure we could differentiate her. So differentiate her on a resume, a LinkedIn profile, and a cover letter. So we took what she had, which was good. Like you don't have 15 years experience, you have a rubbish, totally rubbish resume. So we took what she got, but we made that 10 times better. And we made sure that her storyline was there to make her unique and to change from traditional classic resume to a sales document and a LinkedIn profile that stood out and got actually found by headhunters. And then thirdly, what we did was actually we knew that recruiters, internal recruiters and even HR weren't going to be her best friend, weren't able to help her get more interviews. So we had to look on how we were going to diversify her job search. And so um, I, I, diversifying your job search is a whole topic on, on itself because you have to think about, okay, which industry you're in. And there's so many moving elements and every situation is different that you have to really think what, what makes that person and that situation unique and what's going to work and what's not going to work. Because you can ask any of the guys in my program, like uh, I always say, like try to look at job searching as an experiment. Like uh, if you see experiments, uh, experiments, it's like try and, and try something else. And yes, we have a blueprint on what's going to work and have a proven system that will get you there. But still, there is an experiment, and that's the way you detach yourself from the outcome. It's like okay. That's that's I'm good at that. I'm not good at that. And it's self-exploration that you have to do through the whole process. So I hope that made sense to you guys. And those insights were as invaluable to you as they were for her. And to be honest, I will tell you the end result that she got. She got two job offers. Now, imagine what would two job offers do for you? And she picked the, the one that best matched her. So two job offers in an uncertain market where people are struggling to get an interview and she was struggling to get an interview. So it, it, it works if you get your ducks in a row, if you actually put yourself out there in the right way and if you actually dare to lean in because most people are paralyzed by fear and are just like too afraid to do anything and have wishful thinking that things will actually blow over and change. So I hope this helped and inspired you to take action yourself. If you want to have my help, um, this month I have five spots left uh, to work one-on-one -on -one with me. I have a couple of more spots left to join my program, so I will pop a link below. If you want to work one-on-one -on -one with me, then uh, let's book in a call. And on the call, what we will do is, um, first of all, I want to know about you because every situation is different. Every person is different. So what we first going to do is like see what your situation is then we're going to talk about what potentially the gaps are that we need to to bridge and potentially you already know those uh, but making sure that 
I know them and that we are aligned. And maybe actually you had some blind spots that I said like, oh, okay, we need to work on these and these and these uh, to get you get you further ahead. And then lastly, what we're going to do is like talk about what working together would look like. And at the end, you can decide if working with me is something uh, that would work for you and that you're comfortable in. And then we can actually take the, the next step together. So that's a little bit it. I will pop the details below. So definitely uh, book in a call if you need help um, or join my program if you say like, look, I want to get started straight away. And otherwise, um, make sure that we are connected. I'm all about connections and I'm all about expanding my network because the more people I can help with my message, uh, the more careers I can help transform uh, form, and the more impact I can make. And if you have any more questions, please, please, please um, uh, let me know, direct message me, and I will uh, make sure that I do a live stream like this uh, to answer those questions. Thank you so much, and I will see you in the next live. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Career Disruptors podcast. If you did, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. And if you want to take the next step in your career and you want to discover how I can help you, head over to my website, newhorizoncoaching.com.au and discover how we can work together or download any of my free resources. Thanks again and I'll connect with you on the next episode.